0: What's happening, world? I'm your host, the Wizard of Wars, Benji Wozniak. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Star Wars. What we like and don't like about the first episodes, which came out in the 70s, to the final episode that just came out. Uh, that would be me, obi, Obi-Waz obi Kenobi, and the two Padawans, Thomas Corby, and Matthew Genovese. Uh, guys, want to say
1: something? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey,
2: how are we all doing today?
0: Okay, so I personally hated him. I thought that the new movies were terrible compared to the ones that came out in the 70s which is actually episodes four five and six so um i feel that ray is actually like if lucas decided to make leia the heroine instead of mark hamill and uh that's how i see it was portrayed like these people copied the movies to a t matt
1: now ben i see what you're saying i do agree in some parts I also think that was part of what Don Abrams was going for. I think
2: they attempted to copy them, but it did it poorly because the movies were not so good.
0: Yeah, like a lot of things went together. Like, uh, I thought Finn was like a clone of Lando. Uh, He was, you know, on on the bad side. Then all of a sudden he wanted to be good and then he was torn. And and, um, Poe is just a ripoff of Han Solo. Uh, You guys speak up.
1: I don't really see him as Han Solo, though. Honestly, I don't think he fits any real mold there. I think he's just kind of the guy that exists. They had something for him, and then they were like, "eh, forget about it."
2: I think uh, I gotta agree with you on that one. But he looks—he looks the same. He's even got the vest. He's a flyboy, going for the same exact thing, copied Han Solo to a T. Yeah,
0: I mean, the whole thing was kind of copied. I mean, if you look at the whole thing in general, I mean, Ray is on uh, Jakku, which is like a ripoff of Tatooine. Uh, she wants to be a flyer. She even puts the helmet on, just like Luke wanted to be a flyer. He wanted to go off. I mean, Luke though, uh. He wanted to join the Empire,
1: actually. it's kind of a thing to think about. The only reason he didn't is because they uh, decided to get rid of his family while hunting for droids before they even knew he existed.
2: Definitely pretty similar to Rey. I mean, the outfit is literally wearing the same exact robes. Grows up on a dusty planet. A whole lot of nothing going on there. And the only reason you're trying to join anything is to get off that backwater world.
0: Also, if you think about it, right... The very beginning of a new hope they're on a they're on a status um, a starship and the troop is attacked to get the spy what happens in the beginning of this movie they're in a town instead of a starship and they attack to get the spy and it's the same exact thing then all of a sudden the mad entrance of darth vader and in the in new hope and then all of a sudden the mad entrance of kylo ren it is a clone matthew
1: you're not wrong with kylo ren he w- he literally basically wants to be vader he worships him thing is why didn't Anakin ever show up to say hey you know you're kind of messing up what you're doing here it's not a very good idea
2: yeah no I definitely would agree they really copied A New Hope T for T I mean they're even going after a droid they you know BB-8's pretty much R2-D2 the plans for the Death Star hidden on R2-D2 they're going after BB-8 for whatever reason
0: yeah I thought so too uh the whole thing is like if you think about it uh Vader hold on I got notes here people so the whole thing is right you figure when BB-8's on the desert. This creature grabs BB-8 to steal BB-8 to like for parts. Jawa. <laughs> it's a Jawa, Matthew. I mean, you can't even deny this. No, you're right, I can't. All right. So, if you think about this, the whole thing is it's Luke Skywalker thinks that Kylo Ren is bad and he's going to kill Kylo while he's sleeping. Luke Skywalker is going to kill someone while they're sleeping he didn't even try to kill Darth Vader his father but he's gonna kill an innocent child a teenager because he fears that he can't persuade him to be a good person that's not luke skywalker no way no how Uh, uh-uh.
1: i definitely agree with that he's uh get, they definitely try to make him a bit more morally ambiguous with this uh neutrality i don't
2: think it works out very well though yeah it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and it's even worse that they they show it as poorly framed flashbacks yeah
0: i mean the whole luke skywalker transformation is terrible i mean i was watching the movie going what happened i mean he's a bitter old man like he became this bitter evil person that hated everybody and luke is so the opposite if you watch the first like well, four five and six he's nothing like that he's like mister you know everything's good everything's peachy we can change the world not i hate you i hate everybody i'm not helping anybody yeah i'm staying on this island and dying not luke skywalker
1: you could just say that's during the original trilogy he's still a young man who hasn't faced Boy, well, his face hardship. He definitely as he's fought in the war, he still is idealistic. What they're going with Disney at that point is someone who's seeing the world, is tired of it, and just wants to be done.
0: Yeah, but I don't see Luke being like that. I mean, what I see is what they did was in the very first movies, like when, when they went back and they made one, two, and three. They had Palpatine corrupt Anakin, and Anakin and Palpatine destroyed the Jedi Council and the Jedi Temple and the New Republic. In this movies that they made, they have you no know, corrupt Ben, Kylo, and then they do the exact same thing. The exact same thing. They destroy the Jedi Temple and they do it's it, it's mimicking the movies.
1: Except as we know uh Palpatine's alive. He's just basically made Snoke and he made a puppet and that's what Snoke is. So it's actually Palpatine corrupting Ben.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a poor fa- failed attempt to try to recreate what they're doing in the old movies. And I think with Luke, they're just trying to make him seem like Ben, but Ben Kenobi is so much more charismatic and optimistic. And they really ba- baffles me what they did with Luke Skywalker as a character, especially considering all the EU stuff that's written.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I read the books, and I know they're not canon anymore, which I wish they were canon, because that was incredible. Those books were really good. And if you think about it, like, The storylines are better than what they came up with for this. I mean, they these were terrible. And it's just like, why would you kill something that works so well? And then if you think about it, in the books, they killed Chewbacca, right? Ari Salvatore, thank you, Mr. Salvatore, that was a great read, uh, killed Chewbacca. In the movies, they did exactly what happened in A New Hope. They went to go to just, like, get to just turn down the the thing from the, um, the force field so they could get in and fly and do, and then who dies? ben kenobi and this one who dies han solo so it's i it just it's it pains me to think about how these movies went like every time i think about it, i'm like wow this movie is just a carbon copy of what i just saw when i was like a teenager in the 70s i mean it's and then they didn't even do it well i mean the last movie was basically like uh, a, a clone of the um uh what am i trying to say the one where uh not Return of the Jedi. The one where uh, Ben Cano- uh, Anakin fights uh, Obi-Wan. Revenge of the Sith. So they're on the planet. Instead of lava they got water. They're fighting on a on a ship instead of a, the, the side of the thing. It was just so badly done. And like you know and then he has this moment of clarity where he's gonna be good and, ugh, it was awful.
1: Well I mean if you, you gotta think about it this way. The reason part of the the main reason why the sequel trilogy was a huge mess they didn't have a con- concrete image of what they were trying to go for they originally never planned on having abrams come back as a third director that wasn't part of the plan the only reason they did is because johnson decided to go on a bit more controversial route with what he did which honestly i think he did some things good some things bad a- abrams though after seeing all the backlash only came back to try and f- patch it up at the last minute and he didn't quickly have a- an idea of what he was doing when he started so it obviously end up being rushed and not looking very good. The
2: Mustafar fight scene is just so much better because Ewan McGregor had three movies, six six to ten years of fighting choreography. Hayden Christensen was pretty good himself and then you have Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver who come in and these movies and the fight scenes are awful because they didn't take the time and the dedication to get good at the sword fighting. It's not something you're going to learn overnight and if you want these fighting scenes to look authentic, You need the actors to put in the work. And clearly in the Disney prequels, they didn't put in the work.
0: Yeah, I felt that um, after all that time, they could have definitely done something better. I mean, they could have... um not rushed it. It felt rushed. It felt like they were just trying to get these movies out to make money instead of having an actual thought of process on the, on the, on the, on the plots. I mean, and that's what really ruined it for me. I was like, all right, well, you're going to make these movies about the finale of the Skywalkers and everything. And then it was just stupid because like you had everybody wondering what's going on with Ray, Who's Ray's parents? Oh my God. Is it, is it Han Solo? Is it Luke Skywalker? I wasn't thinking palpatine's son i was like what what is this palpatine's son i mean that that was stupid and then like she's not even like a skywalker or anything she's a palpatine but then now she ends and she's like i'm a skywalker stop it stop it (laughs) it's just bad writing
1: it really is it the whole palpatine thing comes out of complete nowhere it makes no sense there's no foreshadowing leading up to it i the only reason they tried to do is because they wanted to adapt adapt dark empire which, and honestly, when that came out, it wasn't even considered very good.
2: My big thing is Ray is just so overpowered. The big thing about being a Jedi is about discipline, it's about training. The Jedi are based on samurai. Samurai dedicate their lives to fighting knowledge. You're not just going to learn something. You're not going to learn how to use Force Heal, learn how to use Force Lightning, just out of nowhere because you're whatever. Just a poorly written character.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,. I look back on the first movies that they came out with, you know, one, two, and three, and I didn't like them at all. Like, I I liked the last one kinda because you know it created the Darth Vader, but the ones before that were really stupid. I'm like, all right, this is kind of uncalled for. I mean, Jaja Banks, I mean, oh, come on, that was the worst character ever created. But then, like, if you read on, they they said that he was going to be the Sith Lord. And then they just decided to scrap that because people thought it was stupid. So they threw in Dooku, who come out of nowhere, and he's like, "Oh, I'm the apprentice." And I'm like, "What? Who is this guy?" But Darth Maul was the apprentice, but Darth Maul got killed, but didn't get killed. Spoiler alert. Um, so I mean, you just it just it was all over the place with like what was going on, the character creations, like they were just introducing people after people, trying to get like you know people to. Accept these characters and be like, oh, isn't Jaja cool? He wasn't. Uh, Isn't he funny? He wasn't. I mean, it was just
1: bad. It just kind of shows the shows. Other than the OT Star Wars, kind of has this reputation for being him, kind of thrown together randomly. Doesn't mean they can't do t- pull very pull, pull a lot of good stuff out of that, especially when it comes to the original EU. But it's always going to be haphazardly thrown together.
2: Me, I think George Lucas crazy for using Jaja in the movies.
0: I agree. Definitely agree. Uh. I didn't like Solo. I thought Solo was. It didn't follow what Han Solo was. Like, Han Solo was, you know, on Tatooine. He was raised by uh, Chewbacca's clans. And uh, it just. That's how he understood it. And then they made it where he wasn't on Tatooine. He just understood, you know, Wookiee. And I'm like, what? And it. He got the Millennium Falcon, like, in no way, shape, or form how they explained it in the books, you know, and how even he says he got the Millennium Falcon. They didn't even follow that canon in in anything. They were just like, oh, a game, and I cheated. You won. Oh, you know, no. No, 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 That's not how he got the Millennium Falcon. It was much more detailed. I mean, they tried to get all the stuff forced into that movie about Han Solo. That should have easily been, like, a two-part movie. Like, you could have got two parts out of that, got the whole character creation of Han Solo, and made, you know, an exciting movie, um, at least a two-pot. Not a three, because getting old with the three-pots, but a two-pot would have been good.
1: To compare with that, I actually liked Solo. I saw it was the first movie I'd ever seen in 4D, which so was very interesting. But, um... Looking into it and having seen all the various references and things they include in there, rather than going with trying to take the entire EU and pack it into one small package, they kind of took broad strokes from the EU. There's a lot of stuff that if you were to go back and read the old comics and the old books, you would find lots of references to stuff that they did that. They just kind of mishmashed it together as best they could in a short amount of time i got to
2: play devil's advocate. I agree with both of you. I got some of Matt's points, got some of Ben's points. I did like Soul a lot. I think a big problem is Harrison Ford is a spectacular actor. That poor guy had huge boots to fill, and the big thing was watching the movie over and over again. His voice was lackluster. Harrison Ford has a distinct, powerful voice in the way he delivers lines. Also, what is going on with Crimson Dawn and Darth Maul? They throw it in in the last two minutes of that, and everyone's like, What's going on? Darth Maul's alive? I didn't watch any of these other things. What, what is this?
0: Yeah, I agree. They didn't lead up to how Maul came back from being cut in half. I mean... That was something that I was kinda of hoping they'd do beforehand. But that seems to be like the trend with them. Uh, they don't they don't explain how people come back. Like Boba Fett on The Mandalorian, he's back. You know he was in the Sarlac, but they never addressed it during that, that whole season. Like how he came back, how he got out of the Sarlac. They kinda hinted that the the dragon ate the sarlac, but they don't actually tell you. So you don't know if that's what happened or not. And um I'm a big fan of The Mandalorian season 1. Season 2, I felt they were forcing too many characters from the past onto the the show. It was a v- great show, I loved it, but Ahsoka and Boba, and they were just throwing people out there like, you know, hey look we're still Star Wars, and these people are relevant in the, in the Star Wars community, whereas the first um, season it was more focused on just the guy that was the Mandalorian, his his life, how he ended up getting with the kid and, you know, making the friends and getting the team together, and it just kind of phased kind of for me.
1: Yeah, season two definitely tried to rehash that, but it wasn't nearly as tightly written as the first one. But they also did have some pretty interesting stuff in there. like you guess look at all the controversy. guess uh, the I think it was the third episode it had with the frog lady? the baby eating the children. There were plenty of people thinking, oh, you know, when ne- next episode comes when she's finally brought to her destination, baby Yoda's gonna cough up all those eggs like, as, as if it never happened. but they didn't. they kept they, they stuck with their guns and they kept going. and what did we get to see? oh, more integration with other properties from Star Wars, making it, making it seem like the universe is actually like kind of broad and things are actually affecting... What happens here is affecting what's happening over here.
2: So I actually love Mandalorian. I'm a big fan. I do think you're you're, you're kind of right, though, Ben. They were a little sloppy with integrating some of the characters. I do think the episode The Jedi with Ahsoka, which I believe is the sixth episode of the season, is actually a fantastic episode. I like the shots, the, the homage to Kurosawa and the angling and a lot of the the fog and the way the fight scenes are filmed but I I mean I I, they could have done a little more with Ahsoka they just kind of throw her in there and if people didn't watch Clone Wars or Rebels you really don't know who this person is they need to explain more Dave Filoni does a good job don't get me wrong he's definitely a devoted Star Wars fan and he does a hell of a lot of better job integrating Star Wars lore into his show than any of those trashy disney prequel movies
0: yeah i agree See, that's my only problem with disney they're just like they're looking at the characters and they're like all right let's throw them in there let's make money let's make money let's make money but you're not telling the people who these people are a lot of people don't read the comic books a lot of people don't watch the cartoons. I mean, a, a lot of adults are not going to sit there and watch a kid a kid show. They're just not. They don't, they don't care what it is. I mean, I'm a big child at heart, so I will, of course, watch these shows. Um, and I'm looking forward to The Bad Batch. I think that's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And I'm looking forward to Boba Fett because they're saying that they're going to have Bosk and Dangar in these mo- uh, And I think it's going to be like one of those, the Bounty Hunter Wars. I think that's what's going to go with this. So I think that's awesome. But um, like I said, I... I do like Ahsoka, and I thought that the fight scenes with Ahsoka were incredible. And I, you know, I really wanted to see the final, like when she fought that lady, like what exactly happened. I thought they cheated us with that because you know, you know she won, but but I wanted to see the battle. You know, but Disney watered it down. They didn't want to see like a lightsaber go through somebody or something. But you know, but it's okay for a frog to genocide of, uh, <laughs> you know, the baby to genocide a family. But <laughs> I don't get that part. But. What do you think, Maddie?
1: I agree. I definitely think the uh, kid is out there towards the end. We didn't get to see the full fight, which would have been interesting. But I also do like what they did show us. And I think it, show- it showed that, oh, this woman is clearly skilled enough to always hold her own against a Jedi who hasn't been, or, no, I guess not. she's not technically a Jedi though, is she? Uh, at this point though, we're started off talking about the movies. There's one movie we haven't discussed yet. What did you think about Rogue One, Ben?
0: I absolutely love Rogue One. I think Ro- Rogue, Ro- Rogue One is well written. I think it was very well acted uh, leading up to everything and it was great at the ending when they had the Darth Vader scene. I mean, you couldn't tell that it wasn't like something that was flowing from you know, the other movies. It was, it was very good. And I heard they're going to be a part two, but I don't see how you're going to to do that i'm kind of confused i mean you already like got the plans to the death star and you know they killed off everybody that was involved in, and i like that too i like the actors die I'm, I'm a big fan of like if you can die in a movie then you're a good actor you know i hate those like action-packed movies where like the guy never dies like there's a thousand bullets flying around him and they're like hey i'm alive and like one of the scenes in um episode five the whole thing gets blown up and Poe and the other girl are the only ones to survive in the hangar. Like, all the stormtroopers and everybody are dead. And I'm like, what? What happened? (laughs) But those two made it. I mean, that kind of aggravated me a little bit. I mean, kill them off. I mean, if you're going to do it, kill them off. I mean, I have more respect for a movie, you just kill him off. You know, I used to hate Steven Seagal until he died in one of the movies. And I was like, oh, all right, Steven's all right.
1: <laughs> I definitely agree. Uh, Rogue One is probably the best Disney movie to come out. They clearly had a clearly defined what they wanted to do with it. They also cleaned up some of the lore with uh, the Death Star plans because you probably know this in the original EU. Over 40 people helped get the Death Star plans because ve- every single book was trying to tell how they did it and everything was different. They couldn't decide on one clear cut way of how it was done and I think Rogue One did a good job with that.
2: I thought Rogue One was really good. I liked it. It was definitely the best movie that Disney made for the Star Wars movies but I'll always have this, uh, this, this feeling of being cheated because my favorite Star Wars character is Kyle Katarn and Kyle Katarn is he's the one that brings the Death Star plans to the Rebels. He's the one that becomes a Jedi. He's the one that accesses the Valley of the Jedi. He really is the man, and they're just gonna cut him out and throw a bunch of random people that all die at the end of the movie. It had a very Tarantino feel to me. It's like, I, I know they had to die. That's the funny thing. You're watching the movie, and you know, no matter what they do, no matter what happens, they're all gonna die, because they have to. But it was definitely a good movie. The scare of fighting at the end was, was phenomenal, and everybody loves, I'm not gonna lie, unpopular opinion not a fan of Darth Vader everybody loves the hallway scene that he slaughters all these rebels it's good but not as good as Luke Skywalker slaughtering all the the dark troopers at the end of Mandalorian
0: yeah that was kind of badass uh, you know what I, I gotta say um, another thing about Kylo Ren that made me mad he throws tantrums He throws tantrums. He like smashes the machines with his lightsaber. He smashes the helmet. Listen, no Sith Lord does that. None. None. No Sith Lord has a tantrum. It just doesn't happen. And if they do, they don't smash stuff. They kill people. You are going to die. You're going to get force choked and your ass is out of there. None of that. I'm going to smash my helmet. I'm going to smash this machine. He doesn't. No Sith Lord does that. But can you really call
1: Kylo a Sith Lord, though? Because really, unlike Vader, who was more being called to the dark side while being part of the light, I think it's the reverse with Kylo. He wants to go to the dark side, but he can't. He's stuck firmly in the light.
2: I think he's just a poorly written character as a whole. I mean sith lords are like ben said they're supposed to be badass they're not gonna kind of have hissy fit if you think about empire strikes back darth vader literally chokes a man to death over the screen and then reassigns his i think admiral pennant or whatever he reassigns him to take that guy's position that's that's how you rule you instill fear if you're a sith lord you're gonna instill fear in these people and then they're gonna know hmm, maybe i shouldn't mess with this guy because i'm gonna end up dead like the guy in front of me
0: yeah and the funny thing is kylo does force choke someone but then he brings him to his thing and then like lets him live and i'm like what No, you don't let him live. Vader would be like, snap, next person, step up, next person to the mantle. Because Vader, I mean, you might not like the character, but you got to admire the fact that he didn't take shit from nobody. Nobody. I mean, he just didn't care. I mean, at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, I was kind of like depressed that they... Turned him good. I was hoping that he'd stay bad and, like, you know, he throws the Emperor off. And then, you know, they did the same thing with Kylo. Kylo turns kind of good and cuts Snoke in half. And I'm just like, oh. Why can't they just do something great with these movies? Just make these movies really like what they're supposed to be. You know, I mean, you take over the franchise. You have this opportunity. You have years to plan these movies. Years. Like, they stopped the movies for a long time. So, what were you doing this whole time? Like, just sitting there saying, Oh, well, we're not going to make another one. We're not going to... You know, we're gonna. And then you did nothing with it. Nothing.
1: I definitely agree. They They had plenty of time... Unlike you, though, I do think that The Force Awakens could have had something special there. Abrams, the director, he feeds on nostalgia, that's his thing. He knew how to to tell a story in a way that, oh, it's very familiar, but we're trying to go in a new direction. But it didn't live up to the potential it had. I understand why they got rid of the EU, because they had over 30 years of baggage. They really couldn't incorporate it in a successful way and still make these new movies. Especially with how long it's been since the original tri- original actors, they've aged far too much for it to even possible to follow the original
2: legends. Feeding on nostalgia is a little different than making carbon copies of movies that were successful 35 years ago. I mean, Dave Filoni drives that nostalgia, and he's excellent. He does what he does, and he does it well, as does John Favreau, as shown in Mandalorian, Rebels, Clone Wars. Because if you watch those outside you see how they fit into the greater star wars world you watch these disney movies you can tell the species are made up you could you can tell disney is behind them because they don't fit that's not something george lucas would do when you're creating in someone else's world you can't just do whatever you want you need to think like the person that created the entire universe you can't just throw things around
0: oh i agree uh i absolutely agree uh i will say like the directors for the mandalorian are incredible uh one of them is Ron Howard's daughter. She, she does a great job. I mean, her episodes are really good. I mean, I like them a lot. And um, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the spinoffs that are going to come from this. I mean, that's going to be kind of fun. Ahsoka, I heard, is getting her own uh, show. And Ben Kenobi is going to have his own show. So that's going to be kind of interesting. I'd like to see that. You know, because, you know, Kenobi comes out of the desert and you never know what happens to him. You know, so you kind of want to know what happens. But they call him a hermit. But if he's a hermit, does he leave the planet? I mean... So that kind of is going to be kind of weird for me, because they're like, oh, he stays to himself, but obviously he doesn't, because he's going to have his own show, and he's probably going to do some stuff. Um, I am interested to see the fact that they're going to supposedly do away with the last three movies. Like, there's a rumor that those are done. They're going to get rid of them. They're no longer any canon or anything like that, and they're going to come up with three new movies, which is kind of interesting to me, because, you know, Carrie Fisher died in real life. Harrison Ford wants nothing of it. Mark Hamill's open to it, but... um, What do you guys think?
1: I do like the theory. I know it's tied into Rebels, which is um, basically in the final season, Ezra enters what's basically a forced dimension where he can see different timelines. He even alters the timeline and brings Ahsoka back to life in the process. And that's, oh. where the root, spoiler alert, that's where the root of the theory comes from. But I also don't see Disney doing it. Just because I don't think they're going to want to wasted all this money and time just to redo the whole thing.
2: I really hope that they will do it because I think they are realizing how poorly those movies did because Kathleen Kennedy has no idea what she's doing. But, I mean, the Veil of the Force is a good way to do it. You can show how someone like Ezra Bridger can alter the timeline by going to the Jedi Temple on the Thaw and pulling specific things, although they did show he couldn't save Kane. Spoiler. He, it, it, there are rules to it. So they can use it, but it's not going to be like an end all be all. They can't do whatever they want. They can use it so that some, somebody could alter the timeline so that, you know, Kylo Ren never becomes a thing, which would be wonderful.
0: Yeah. I was kind of hoping like at the end of season two Mandalorian, that it wasn't Luke. I was kind of hoping it was Ezra uh, or someone like that to come back and take baby. Cause now you got to explain what happens to baby Yoda when Kylo goes nuts and kills everybody. I mean, uh, I, do you really want to say all right well he killed the baby too because like that'll have people up in arms and they're going to be like you killed the baby i mean you know when when luke's uh when anakin killed all the kids at the temple people lost their minds they were like wait he killed children you know but it's a it's a movie people spoiler alert it's a movie there's no real people out there killing babies or genociding uh you know (laughs) species it's just a movie stop raising your hands up and getting all upset and the lady that um plays uh what's her name the uh bounty uh the sheriff in mandalorian yeah the one that plays 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 plays. plays cara doom yeah so everybody's on her uh, about her political views they're her political views has nothing to do with the character just let her be the character i mean who cares who cares what she thinks you know who get why are you all up why are your panties up on the rod because she has a political view i have a political view matt has a political view tom has a political view Get over it. It's what people do. We have lives. The characters on the on the, on the screen are not the people that they are in person. And she, she she did what she wanted to do. She did what she thought was right in her life, in her point of view.
1: The best way I can describe that, and I do completely agree with you there, Ben. Different universe, different person.
2: Yeah, no, people got to take it for, for, for face value. You're watching a TV show. It's kind of irrelevant what these people think. I mean... It's not really who Cara Doom is. It's who that woman is. It has to do with, you know, X, Y, and Z, how she was raised, where she grew up. Kind of irrelevant to her character. Doesn't mean she shouldn't have a TV show with every, you know, um, Rangers of the New Republic. Doesn't mean that show shouldn't be a thing. Just means people are going to have to learn to separate the fiction from the nonfiction.
0: Yeah, I think uh, just watch the movies, you know? (laughs) Just watch the movies, watch the shows, and enjoy them for what they are. They're shows. I mean... I absolutely love them again, and I can't wait for the new shows to come out. I mean, The Bad Batch, you know, uh, Boba Fett, uh, all that. It's going to be so much fun just to, like, see how they integrate this stuff. And uh, you just got to sit back and relax and hope that you know, they do the right thing. I will say one more thing about the movies that just came out. When Leia got blown into space, I swear to God, that was the worst scene I ever saw in my life. And I was expecting, like, religious music when she's floating. I was expecting, oh, me, oh, me, oh. And she's flying back to the, I was like, oh, come on. And, like, she has no jedi training and then it was just terrible that that i'm reflecting back on this because i it, it hit my mind and i was like oh my god that was probably like the worst thing i ever saw in my life
1: yeah it's it really was kind of out of nowhere the thing is though they weren't even originally going to do that because during during that period it happened they did a lot of re, uh, reshoots at the last minute because she died originally she was supposed to be dead right there but they didn't want to kill her off so quickly after carrie fisher had passed away so they killed off luke instead originally both of them were supposed to die there and that wouldn't have happened yeah
2: it's just a, a poor, poorly done scene I mean Leia as a whole in the, the sequel series is not great That the flashback to the training scene where she beats Luke is preposterous but you know I, I get it that they got to include that and I like that supposedly that the reason they stopped fighting people have said or speculated that that could have been what when Grogu contacts them from Mandalorian that makes sense but again I don't give any credit to any of the directors for the disney movies that goes to dave filoni for being smart and utilizing a small scrap of integrity in those disney sequels and making it something that could could work in his own world in the mandalorian yeah
0: like i'm hoping that they do scrap those movies i really am because the way luke died that was just awful i was like you know he's one of the greatest jedis of all time and he does like the you know the vision thing where he goes and fights kylo and then he comes back and he just you know Fades into the force, and uh, yeah, I get it. But he had there was so much more that could have been done with Luke, and so much more that should have been done with Luke. I mean, as a as a character, I mean, you just made him into like this bitter bitchy person that like I didn't even enjoy watching on the screen.
1: And you could honestly say that say that kind of goes with what Johnson was trying to do with his film. I don't agree with what he was doing, but it's what he was trying to do. He was trying to, as he says multiple times in the movie, erase the past.
2: I think it's just dumb. George Lucas was was probably heartbroken. That's George Lucas' one thing. Luke Skywalker never dies. He's supposed to become one of the most powerful Jedi in the history of Jedi, and he gets killed by uh, an angry, pubescent pissed off teenager it's just poorly done
0: yeah i agree i don't think lucas would have done a lot of stuff like you know the men and horses on the (laughs) the the the, the star destroyer with you know in space with no oxygen and they're just riding along you know and like the cannons are going off next to them like that would have shot them into space like because the the tremors from the explosions it's just good god you know thank god they made the first three movies like not the the one was with anakins but you know the, the real first three movies you know four five and six because those were the i reflect on those as a child and i'm like that was great to be there at that time and actually be in the theaters and watch them live you know so you guys can't say that nah. that's why i call myself obi was kenobi the jedi master and you guys the padawans because i was there for the real stuff hold
1: on you definitely were ben you're, this is why you are the Grandmaster.
2: Master. I have the same feeling as you do for those movies as I do for the prequels. I remember going to see Phantom Menace 12 times in theaters in 1999 with my dad. And I actually actually think it's a good movie. I really think the acting of Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor carries the movie. Jar Jar is a dumb character, don't get me wrong. Jake T. Lloyd does not play the child's role of Anakin well, but I think the movie had something. The choreographed fight scenes are unreal. Darth Maul fighting Obi-Wan is one of the best fight scenes in any movie I've ever seen. Outside of that, Attack of the Clones is cringy because Hayden Christensen is not a good actor. He, those love scenes in attack of clones are awful first hour hour and a half of attack of the clones is bad but the fight scene on geonosis at the end is spectacular the fighting is good the choreography is good it just comes down to george lucas's lack of script writing if you don't have an excellent actor like harrison ford delivering these romance lines george lucas's subpar script is not going to cut it sorry hayden christensen
1: yeah it's he he himself has acknowledged that he was never a very good dialogue writer the pre- sequels did a better job with dialogue but they also didn't have his uh world building skills that he would bring to the original trilogy to really fresh out fresh out this world that we're all absorbed into now
0: yep yeah, I agree with you guys on a lot of things and uh I hope to god that you know that they do stuff better with the Star wars that's coming up uh because uh, it really saddened me to see like how they just trashed the the first three movies that came out in the 70s like the the follow-up movies are just terrible except for rogue one thank you rogue one for being there uh (laughs) i'm gonna have to say goodbye for now uh today's february 1st actually my birthday i'm 52 today and these nice gentlemen came over to do this episode with me so thank you guys for coming over and um please tune in next time to find out what's happening